0: It's right I don't O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishmokah. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. I want to draw your attention to a pick on the navigation menu on the Daily Audio Torah website. It is found under Our Projects and Partners. Select Torah House Global Prayer Network. This is a call to believers throughout the nations everywhere to take a place on the wall of prayer and intercession and to raise up a standard against the rising tide of evil and lawlessness that we see in our nations and in our culture. Let me share with you from their vision statement. The Torah House is an imaginary space where we meet each Arab Shabbat at 9 p.m. We all pray from our own location and in our own time zone. Together, we will enter into the virtual Torah House every Arab Shabbat at 9 p.m. your local time. His set-apart people will meet with Yeshua in His Torah House community prayer is of tremendous value because as we pray of one heart mind and purpose great power is released in the heavens we begin our prayer time with a great shofar blast and enter yahuwah's courts with praise we come against the relentless tide of evil that is swallowing up the nations we ask our father to establish his torah in our city our region and our nation Each month there is a featured prayer theme for the month so that together we can focus our prayers on the prayer theme for that month. Go to thetorahouse.com to see the prayer theme for this month. To learn more or to sign up to become a partner, coordinator, or member, go to thetorahouse.com and find out more. Join with others throughout the nations every Friday night at 9 p.m. your time. As together, we raise up a symphony of prayer to Abba Father in seeking His face and crying out to Him for the remnant to return to the God of Israel and to His great and glorious Torah. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the King James for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Emor, and it means, Say. Leviticus 24, 1-11 to 11. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they bring unto you pure olive oil, beaten for the light, to cause the lamps to burn continually. Without the veil of the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation shall Aaron order it from the evening to the morning before the Lord continually. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. He shall order the lamps upon the pure candlestick before the Lord continually. And you shall take fine flour and bake twelve cakes thereof. Two tenth deals shall be in one cake. And you shall set them in two rows, six on a row, upon the pure table before the Lord. And you shall put pure frankincense upon each row, that it may be on the bread for a memorial, even an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Lord continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. And it shall be Aaron's and his sons, and they shall eat it. In the holy place, for it is most holy unto the hymn of the offerings of the Lord made by fire as a perpetual statute. And the son of an Israelite woman, whose father was an Egyptian, went out among the children of Israel. And this son of the Israelite woman and man of Israel strove together in the camp. And the Israelite woman's son blasphemed the name of Yahweh and cursed and they brought him to Moses, and his mother's name was Shelomith, the daughter of Debri of the tribe of Dan. Judges eleven one to twelve fifteen. Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of a harlot. And Gilead begat Jephthah. And Gilead's wife bore him sons, and his wife's sons grew up. And they thrust out Jephthah and said to him, You shall not inherit in our father's house, for you are the son of a strange woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain men to Jephthah and went out with him. And it came to pass in process of time that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. And it was so that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jephthah out of the land of Tob. And they said to Jephthah, Come and be our captain, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. And Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are you come now unto me when you are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, Therefore we turn again to you now, that you may go with us, and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, If you bring me home again to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord deliver them before me, shall I be your head? And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, The Lord be witness between us, if we do not so according to your words. When Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and captain over them, and Jephthah uttered all his words before the Lord in Mizpah. And Jephthah sent messengers unto the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What have you to do with me, that you are come against me to fight in my land? And the king of the children of Ammon answered to the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land, when they came up out of Egypt, from Arnon, even unto Jabbok, and unto Jordan. Now therefore restore those lands again peaceably. And Jephthah sent messengers again unto the king of the children of Ammon, and said to him, Thus says Jephthah, Israel took not away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when Israel came up from Egypt, and walked through the wilderness to the Red Sea, and came to Kadesh, Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Let me, I pray, pass through your land. But the king of Edom would not hearken thereto. And in like manner they sent to the king of Moab, but he would not consent. And Israel abode in Kadesh. Then they went along through the wilderness and compassed the land of Edom and the land of Moab, and came by the east side of the land of Moab and pitched, on the other side of Arnon, but came not within the border of Moab, for Arnon was the border of Moab. And Israel sent messengers to the Sihon, king of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and Israel said to him, "Let us pass, we pray, through your land into my place." But Sihon trusted not Israel to pass through his coast. Sihon gathered all his people together and pitched in Jahaz and fought against Israel. And the Lord God of Israel delivered Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel, and they smote them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. And they possessed all the coasts of the Amorites, from Arnon even unto Jabbok, and from the wilderness even unto Jordan. So now the Lord God of Israel had dispossessed the Amorites from before his people, Israel, and should you... Possess it? Will not you possess that which Chemish your God gives you to possess? So, whomsoever the Lord our God shall drive out from before us, them will we possess. And now, are you anything better than Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel or did he ever fight against them while Israel dwelt in Heshbon and her towns and in Aror and her towns and in all the cities that be along by the coasts of Arnon three hundred years? Why, therefore, did you not recover them within that time? Therefore, I have not sinned against you, but you do me wrong to war against me. The Lord, the Judge, be judged this day between the children of Israel and the children of Ammon. Howbeit the king of the children of Ammon hearkened not unto the words of Jephthah which he sent him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh, and passed over Mizpah of Gilead. And from Mizpah of Gilead he passed over to the children of Ammon. And Jephthah vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you shall without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hands, then it shall be that whatsoever comes forth of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. And he smote them from Aror, even till you came to Mineth, even twenty cities, and unto the plain of the vineyards, with a very great slaughter. Thus the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. And Jephthah came to Mizpah to his house, and, behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrels and with dances, and she was his only child. Beside her he had neither son nor daughter." And it came to pass when he saw her that he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low and you are one of them that trouble me for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord and I cannot go back. And she said to him, My father, if you have opened your mouth to the Lord, do to me according to that which you have proceeded out of your mouth for as much "'as the Lord has taken vengeance for you of your enemies, "'even of the children of Ammon.' "'And she said to her father, "'Let this thing be done for me. "'Let me alone for two months, "'that I may go up and down upon the mountains "'and bewail my virginity, I and my fellows.' "'And he said, Go.' "'And he sent her away for two months, "'and she went with her companions "'and bewailed her virginity upon the mountains.' And it came to pass at the end of two months that she returned to her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. And she knew no man. And it was a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Jephthah the Gileadite four days in a year. And the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and went northward and said to Jephthah, Wherefore pass you over to fight against the children of Ammon, and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house upon you with fire. And Jephthah said to them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I called you, you delivered me not out of their hands. And when I saw that you delivered me not, I put my life in my hands, and passed over against the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Wherefore, then, are you come up unto me this day to fight against me? Then Jephthah gathered together all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilead smote Ephraim, because they said, You Gileadites are fugitives of Ephraim among the Ephraimites and among the Manassites. And the Gileadites took the passages of Jordan before the Ephraimites. And it was so, that when those Ephraimites which were escaped said, Let me go over, that the men of Gilead said to him, Are you an Ephraimite? If he said, No, then said they unto him, Say now, Shibboleth. And he said, Sibboleth, for he could not frame to pronounce it right." Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan, and there fell at that time of the Ephraimites 42,000. And Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then Jephthah died and was buried in one of the cities of Gilead. And after him Ibzon of Bethlehem judged Israel. And he had thirty sons and thirty daughters, whom he sent abroad, and took in thirty daughters from abroad for his sons. And he judged Israel seven years. Then died Ibzon and was buried at Bethlehem. And after him Elon, a Zebulonite, judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. And Elon the Zebulonite died and was buried in Ejelon in the country of Zebulun. And after him... Abdon the son of Hillel, a Purithonite, judged Israel. And he had forty sons and thirty nephews that rode on three score and ten donkeys. And he judged Israel eight years. And Abdon the son of Hillel, the Purithonite, died and was buried in Pyrathon in the land of Ephraim, in the mount of the Amalekites. John 1. 1-28 In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. AND THE LIGHT SHINES IN DARKNESS, AND THE DARKNESS COMPREHENDED IT NOT. THERE WAS A MAN SENT FROM GOD, WHOSE NAME WAS JOHN. THE SAME CAME FOR A WITNESS, TO BEAR WITNESS OF THE LIGHT, THAT ALL MEN THROUGH HIM MIGHT BELIEVE. HE WAS NOT THAT LIGHT, BUT WAS SENT TO BEAR WITNESS OF THAT LIGHT. THAT WAS THE TRUE LIGHT, WHICH LIGHTS EVERY MAN THAT COMES INTO THE WORLD. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among them. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spoke, saying, He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received the grace for grace. For the Torah was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Yeshua. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. And this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you that prophet? And he answered, No. Then said they to him, Who are you, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What say you of yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as was said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said to him, Why do you baptize then, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, neither that prophet? And John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoelaces I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. Psalm 101, 1-8 I will sing of mercy and judgment to you, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. O when will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slanders his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that has a high look and a proud heart will I not suffer. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that tells lies shall not tarry in my sight." I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of Yahweh. Proverbs 14, 13 and 14 Even in laughter the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, And a good man shall be satisfied from himself. I want to speak to you today from John chapter 1. And in John chapter 1 verse 1 it is written, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now I've spoken to you about this before. The Bible or the Torah is written in code, and you have to dig beyond the surface to unpack and unseal the real deeper meaning when it speaks in code. And when it speaks about the word, that's actually pointing us to Yeshua. There is a translation of the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, called the Targums. And the Targums were written in the time when the Jews were in exile living in Babylon. And so in the Targums, uh, throughout the Old Testament, it talks about the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is actually a reference to Yeshua. So it was the word of the Lord that was the column of fire by night and the cloud by day. And it was the word of the Lord that handed the Ten Commandments to Moses to bring down to the people. So, the Targums verify and validate that this reference, the Word, is actually pointing us to Yeshua. It's a Ramez hint pointing us to Yeshua. And this verse also says the Word was God. Let me translate that for you. So, Yeshua is Yahweh. The Father and the Son, they are one. If you know Yeshua, then you know his Father. Okay, continuing on, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is yet more verification, confirmation, that this reference to the Word, it's pointing us to Yeshua. How do we know that? Because this verse is saying that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Well, who is that? That's Yeshua. Yeshua was the Word, and He became flesh and dwelt among us. And then when you think about creation, in Genesis chapter 1, when the Lord speaks, He says, Let there be light, and there was light. His words have creative power and creative energy. When he speaks, things come into being. When he says, let the dry land appear, then the dry land appears. When he says, let there be green trees upon the earth, then the green trees appear upon the earth. So God's voice, when he speaks, the spoken word um, has great power. Another way of looking at it is that you could say that God the Father is the CEO. He's the mastermind. And then Yeshua is his right hand. He implements. He executes. He does the will of the Father perfectly. So when God says, okay, I have a vision and I want this to be so, then Yeshua executes it. And he implements it. He is the right hand of the Father. And it goes on to say that after he died, he now sits at the right hand of the Father. Let's look at verses 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This is actually connected to John chapter 3 when Nicodemus comes to Yeshua at night. He's a Pharisee and he's got questions. And he questions Yeshua about spiritual matters. And Yeshua tells him, you must be born again. And Nicodemus says, what do you mean you must be born again? How can a man crawl back into the womb of his mother and be born a second time? And then Yeshua answers, flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit. You don't see the wind, but you see the effect it has when it blows. And so when he's talking about being born again, you're born of the spirit. So before we come to know Yeshua as our Savior, Before we ask him into our heart, we're walking dead men and women. We're alive in the flesh, but our spirit is dead. Once we are born again, and we've asked Yeshua to come into our heart, and now we are the temple housing the Holy Spirit, now our spirit has come alive. And how do we do that? even to them that believe on his name, that all who call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. In fact, Yeshua in Hebrew means salvation. So Yeshua is the Word, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And when we come to him, He saves us. He redeems us. He gives us a new heart. He gives us a new nature. And his spirit comes to dwell within us. And we begin to grow in him. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have sent your son Yeshua to dwell among us. That he still dwells among us in and through his people. Those who have invited him into their heart, we thank you for the word that gives us light, gives us truth, and helps us to grow in our walk. We thank you, Father, for your Son, Yeshua, who is salvation, who brings redemption. And Father, today we cover all of our loved ones who may be away from you, who do not yet know you, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters, friends at work, Father, we cover them with a covering of prayer, and we speak salvation over them. We speak the blood of Yeshua, our Messiah, over them. And we pray that they will come into your kingdom, and come into your light, and come into your truth, that they will connect with Yeshua, who is the head, that they will come to know him and have a personal relationship with him. Father, thank you. Thank you so much for salvation, for everlasting life. Thank you for your Son. Thank you for your Word. How we love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Vish Mareka Yaya Adonai Pana Vilaka Vikuneka